Itimatanga Takupu, Kotiatua Takupu, Kotiatua Ano Tine Kupu, Itimatanga, which means, in the beginning was the Word, the Word was with God. God was the Word in the beginning. It's so cool to be back here. Thank you. It's really cool. Really, really cool to be here. Just in, I'm just soaking it up right now. I'm just enjoying it. Yeah, look. We've come here for a purpose today. This day is purposed. If you're here today, you're purposed for this message. We don't do things by halves. You know, there's no lukewarm Christianity for me. It's full on. So we go about purposefully and operating from a place of purpose in every single encounter in the day. All day. Every single person that I come into contact with in my day is my purpose of my day. Bro, I've got no idea who you are. My name's Honey. Lynn. Lynn, I feel like you've got a you've got a mantle on you, bro. And you're on the front line. And there's only one reason to be on the front line, that's to lead. So I don't know if you're already there or not, but bro, it's coming. It's going to be good. Bro, can you tell me when I get to 20 minutes, please? Is that okay? I've got no timer. See how I just delegated away that responsibility? <laughs> now if I run over, it's Lynn's fault, okay? <laughs> hey, look, it's, it's interesting times. It's interesting. It's interesting. I like how I already heard today, uh, doesn't surprise God. The times that we're in now doesn't surprise God. So why should that surprise us? I mean, we're God's children. If there's anyone who knows God, it's us. It's us. If anyone knows the character of God, it's us. So if it's not surprising God, it's not meant to surprise us. If it's not a problem for God, it ought not be a problem for us. I'm going to say a few things that are a little bit challenging. Don't worry, that's how I am. If you're struggling right now, if you're struggling and it's difficult and you're feeling oppressed and weighted down by the way that the world is going right now, how much time are you spending in the Word compared to how much time you're watching the news? We're meant to be in the Word of God. God is our solution. Please understand, I'm not here to criticise, I'm here to encourage you today. I'm actually here today, we are here today, because we are here to bless you and we are here to minister to you today. Why is that? So that when you leave here, you will bless someone and you will minister to someone out there today. Not just today, but every day. I've come to give you an inspiring and a lift and set you on track. Just remind you of stuff. None of this stuff is new, people. None, none of this stuff is new. None of it. Just here to give you a reminder and a little bit of a shove or a nudge. Okay? And fire up for God and for working for God because we are needed out there. We are needed out there. Let's have a real good consideration of this. How many are you praying at home? And it's not wrong to do this either. How many are you praying? Oh, Jesus, we need you right now. 
Lord, this world needs you now. Look at what's going on. We need you, Jesus. Do you know what Jesus is doing? Jesus is going, church, I need you right now. Church, this world needs you right now. The scene has been set. The oppression, the darkness is out there. You are the light and the salt. You've already been prepared. You're already purposed. Sometimes we've just got to put it in the right kind of clarification. Because I know you guys here, mostly everybody in this room, has seen what's happened to me. And you're absolutely right. I got raised up here in this church from a brand new Christian. Look at him now. He's over there preaching up a storm. Hey, that's awesome. And you guys backed me and you supported me, which is fantastic. You've seen something on me before I've seen it on myself. Now I'm turning this around for you guys. Because what's going on here is you noticed it on me before I noticed it on me. Well, I'm noticing something on you guys that you need, that you might not see it on yourself. You see, we recognize in our leadership when they take their faith steps. Oh, he's so bold. Did he give up his job and dedicate his life to Jesus? Absolutely he did. Faith steps come in all different sizes. You don't have to move city to be effective for God. You don't have to change house to be effective for God. You don't have to change your job to be effective for God. You don't have to change it. you just got to be you. You are already purposed. You are already prepared. You've got a great pastor who's been feeding you guys very, very well. What we need to do is to take action. So we have a look. I, I'm one who always likes to... Um, I like to check on what is happening in my environment. God speaks to us in so, so many different ways. If you're hearing the audible voice of God, wow, you're so on fire. I love it. It doesn't happen to me often, but I know when I receive from God, I absolutely know. I was a little bit confused about it early on, but now I'm absolutely certain. I have these amazingly good ideas, and I go, wow, that's a great idea. It didn't come from me. It wasn't my idea. God is feeding us all the time in our minds, in our hearts. I can't walk past someone now in pain. I've got so much compassion, I need to stop. I will literally drive around the block, come back around and pull over to someone I drove past because I see they're hurting. God is feeding us with information all the time. And one of the ways that we can be sure is what's happening in the environment. So you just got to look at what's going on. And there is a blanket of oppression that's taking place right now. Not just in Nelson, not just in Greymouth, across Aotearoa and across the globe. We're hitting global scale now with stuff that's going on. I find it it's exciting. I'm not scared of it. I find it exciting. Everybody's divided, and yet, and yet we're inclusive of absolutely everybody. How amazing is that? Everyone's been divided, and yet it includes everybody. You see, God's doing a move. God's doing a move. Don't miss it. Where do you fit into that? Yeah, it's exciting. Come on. Don't let it get you down. Let it get you on fire. God's doing a move. Where do you fit into that? 
you see you're purposed already. Every single person I encounter in my day, I want to leave them better than when I met them. That's good. The ones that are the, the nobodies, you know, the, the, the person serving at the, at the counter, you know, the person, the homeless person sitting on the street, all of the nobodies are the somebodies to me. They're the somebodies to me. Do you know how much of a difference it makes in their day when you cross the street over there to talk to them? Because they were important. Huge! Everyone's under this blanket of oppression right now. They need to hear that they are loved. They are loved. And do you know what is so amazing about the body of Christ? Is it doesn't matter which side that they're sitting on, they're loved. You sit on the left, you're loved. You sit on the right, you're loved. God loves you. I find buying a coffee for people one of the most amazing things I can do in their day. How simple is that? Buying somebody a coffee. <laughs> one of the most effective ministry tools that I have today. Just taking five minutes out of my time to give it to somebody else and it's obvious. In this world that has no time for anybody, everybody's in a rush, everybody's angry, everybody's just, there's this chaos, it's madness. I tell you, do you look at that? It's mad out there, it's mad. It doesn't, it doesn't make logical, don't expect it to make logical sense, it doesn't. Don't expect it to be sorted out in a logical way, it doesn't. Do you know why? Because it's a spiritual battle that's taking place out there. It's powers and principalities. It's not personalities. It's powers and personalities. Too many peas in one, in, in one pod there. You know what I'm saying, people. Come on. This is a really, really important day today. We have purpose right now for this. Okay. I'm looking at Matthew chapter 10. I'm reading from verse 27. Jesus said, What I tell you in the dark, speak in the daylight. What is whispered in your ear, proclaim from the roofs. Do not be afraid of those who kill the body but cannot kill the soul. Rather, be afraid of the one who can destroy both soul and body in hell. Are not two sparrows sold for a penny? Yet not one of them will fall to the ground outside your father's care, and even the hairs of your head are all numbered. So don't be afraid. You are worth more than many sparrows. Whoever acknowledges me before others, I will also acknowledge before my Father in heaven. But whoever disowns me before others, I will disown before my Father in heaven. Do not suppose that I have come to bring peace to the earth. I did not come to bring peace, but a sword. For I have come to turn, and get this, a man against his father, a daughter against her mother, a daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. A man's enemies will be the members 
of his own household. You see that going on? I do in my house. Anyone who loves their father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. Anyone who loves their son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. Whoever does not take up their cross and follow me is not worthy of me. Whoever finds their life will lose it. And whoever loses their life for my sake will find it. Anyone who welcomes you welcomes me. And anyone who welcomes me welcomes the one who sent me. Whoever welcomes a prophet as a prophet will receive a prophet's reward. And whoever welcomes a righteous person as a righteous person will receive a righteous person's reward. And if anyone gives even a cup of cold water to one of these little ones who is my disciple, truly I tell you, that person will certainly not lose their reward. Okay. It is cool. What's going on right now is not a surprise. It's not a surprise to Jesus. So I don't let it rock my world. And you know what? It could get a whole lot worse than it is right now and that's not going to surprise me either. And I'm definitely not going to become in fear about it because I'm already prepared and I accept the way that it, that, that is. What I want to know is what is God's character amongst us? Because that's what our duty is, that's what our mandate is, is to bring God's character into this place. And what I'm really talking to you about is what happens from Monday to Saturday. We come here on Sunday, we come here to be blessed, we come here to receive ministry, we come here to fill up so that we can go out from Monday to Saturday and we can continue to minister out there. It's such an important time right now, I love it, the prayer about the church, the body of Christ shining right now. The, the church will shine amongst what's going on in the world right now. Because of what? Because of the way that we love each other and because of the way that we love others. Because of the way that we love God. That's what this world needs right now. That's what the world needs. It doesn't need a, a solution that comes from man. It needs a solution that comes from our Creator. So let's just break a little bit off. We're going to do some incredible stuff today. See, we've come here to make a difference today. We need to be in the right state. We want to be commissioning you to go today. We want to give you full permission to go today, to go and be you. The idea of what it means to be in the mission field might not be the idea that's in your mind. The idea might be what's in your mirror. Yeah. I just made that up. That was pretty good, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, I should have written it down. Oh, oh no, we're taping it, eh? We're okay. We're okay. Still in the book of Matthew. Chapter 6, I'm going to read from verse 25. Therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life. What, will, what you will eat or drink or about your body, 
What will you wear? Is not life more than food and the body more than clothes? Look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or store away in barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? Can any one of you, by worrying, add a single hour to your life? Can any one of you, by worrying, add a single hour to your life? Such a profound statement. Let's expand on that. Can any of you, by worrying, do anything positive? Can any of you, by worrying, fix anything? Can any of you, by worrying, make a difference in this world? Can any of you, by worrying, emanate the almighty Jesus? The worry is the work of the enemy. We need to overcome that worry. By our eyes fixed on Jesus, we have the solution. You see, it's so important, church. It's so important. In the world of lost people right now, they want a solution. They actually want and need the solution that you already have. So I'm just encouraging you right now that when we get back out there and operating in the world, you know, don't be of the world. Be in the world, but don't be of the world. Don't participate in the madness that's going on. I'm not saying that you don't. You, I'm not saying that you don't have problems. I'm not saying that you don't have your jobs on the line. I'm not saying that you don't have battles everywhere you go. What I'm saying is, we rise above that stuff, and we operate in the way that Jesus operates, because we know what the solution is, and we've got to shine that light. For the people out there that do not know what that solution is. That's our responsibility here. And it no longer looks like, and don't get me wrong either, doing missions, doing missions and, and, and uh, spreading the gospel around the world has been an amazing uh, journey that the, that the body of Christ has been on and we still support those things. But we can't leave the country. And we've got problems right here. And we actually have solutions right here for all the problems that are right here. So I'm telling you, your mission field is where you are. Go and have a cup of tea with your neighbour. <laughs> I know most of you probably are. Let's finish this. I got, I got excited. I got excited. And why do you worry about clothes? See how the flowers of the field grow. They are not labour or... They do not labour or spin. Yet I tell you that not even Solomon in all of his splendour was dressed like one of these. As that is how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today and gone tomorrow, is thrown in the fire. Will he not much more clothe you? You have little faith. So do not worry, saying, What shall we eat? Or what shall we drink? Or what shall we wear? For the pagans run after all these things. And your heavenly Father knows that you need them. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness. Seek first his kingdom and his righteousness. Not after I've sorted out my issues, I'll go seek God. Not after I've changed my vote because I don't like my government, I'll go and seek God. 
Seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. Absolutely, we can all see that. Get into the word. We already know what to do. Get into the word. Pray. Come together into community, faith community. Support one another, love one another. And follow through with the commission that we've been given. People need us so much. Do you know what? My ministry now, it doesn't look like what I imagined my ministry was going to look like. I'm being more effective today than ever before. I generally have two or three people cry on my shoulder a day now. I, I tell you, it's sad. It's sad, but it's good. I have two to three people a day because I'm purposefully talking to them. I'm engaging with them one on one. I'm giving them my time and my focus and the spirit will just flow through. And what am I doing? I'm loving them. That's all I'm doing. Believe me, I, I, I'm a pastor, I'm a preacher. I preach the word. I preach the word. But what's having an effect is the love you, you show to somebody. Been having conversations with Maria. If you don't know, Maria's my wife. She's awesome. She loves you guys. We haven't forgot about any one of you. We were talking about the enemy. I call it the blanket of oppression. That's how I describe it. And I talk to you now, like like you know, it's it's heavy now. It's there now. You know, it's always been there. It's always been there. The difference now is, is it's so heavy, it's, it's, it's like visible in a physical way across, across everybody. Maria says, nobody knows the day. Jesus didn't know the day, only the Father knows the day. Therefore the enemy doesn't know the day. Therefore the enemy continues to replay the end time over and over again. And then we realised today, we were talking about it this morning, or last night, I can't quite remember, we talk a lot about ministry. As you know what? All that is doing is it's sharpening the tool. Come on, you're the tool. It's sharpening the tool. It's sharpening up the body of Christ. Every time the enemy replays the end days and brings this big problem to everybody across the, the globe now, it's making us purposefully go about what we're doing. It's exciting, I tell you. I'm excited by it. I'm excited by it. I'm excited by all of you right here, right now. I'm excited by you. You might not picture it like this, but I see an army. I see an army for Jesus. And there's something else I learned this year, which was a big, well, might not be big news for you guys, but it was big news for me. 
Gentleness is a weapon. Gentleness was a weapon. I was like, wow. Gentleness is a weapon. Oh, I've been buffing these guns for ages. I was buffing the wrong muscle, man. It's hard. It's hard. Gentleness is a weapon. And do you know what? The enemy, there's nothing the enemy can do to attack your weapon of gentleness. There's nothing the enemy can take away from you when you are acting from gentleness. Nothing. That's all right. I'm going to get me some of that gentleness now. Oh, bring it, man. Bring it. Funny, eh? Got another one here. Let's move to this one. So we're looking on Jeremiah. This is short. From chapter 16. I'm going to read verses. Seven and eight. But blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord, whose confidence is in him. They will be like a tree planted in the water that sends out its roots by the stream. It does not fear when the heat comes. Its leaves are always green. It has no worries in a year of drought and never fails to bear fruit. That's so awesome. So awesome. That's you guys. The faithful ones. That's you guys. You're the tree planted by the river. The river of the living water of Jesus. The fire cannot burn you. You will survive drought and you will never fail to bear fruit. You see, you're already ready. You're already ready. You don't need to go and do a whole other lot of exercises. You don't need to be uh, any more theological than you already are. You don't need to be explained about how to love better. You don't need, you don't need any more. What you need is to go. Into that darkness. And not be afraid. Yeah. Not be afraid of it. Because I tell you what, when you start looking at who's in there, you realise, and I'm going to say this in a nice, nice way, because I know it's a, little, it's a little bit odd when you've got this big, strong guy up in front of you, okay? But weakness is a strength. And in your weakness, when you see somebody else in their weakness and they don't have Jesus, you realise you've got so much more than them. When you start to see the real people out there under the oppression and you realise that you have something that they don't, it's so easy to go. It's so easy to minister. It's so easy to talk to them. It's not a hard thing. I'm telling you right now, there is no barrier at all that's stopping you other than something in your mind of fear. And we break that off now. You don't, it serves you no purpose. 
It doesn't belong to you and it doesn't belong in the kingdom. In the kingdom there is no fear. In the kingdom there is no sickness. In the kingdom there is, there is nothing negative at all in the kingdom. And we bring the kingdom to earth. We bring it down. God's relying on us to take that step forward. He's relying on us. This is how he operates. He co-labors through people. Look, come on, people. He's God. He's God. The creator of the entire universe. If he wanted to, pow, it's done. Don't you ever contemplate that? So why is it like this? So that he can work together through us. That's how it's done. Why? So we will be empowered. So all we need to do is go. The faith step I'm encouraging you on is the step to just step across the room to that person that was highlighted to you. To just step across from, you know, I'm a great one, mate. I get in the line at the supermarket. You know everybody else? They want, they come into the supermarket with a trolley and they're looking, they're looking for the shortest line. Because I want to get out of here quick. Do you know what I do? I come in there, I look for the longest line. I get in that long line, I look at the person beside me and go, this is a divine appointment. <laughs> I calculate we've got about five and a half minutes. <laughs> hey, it's good to laugh, right? Because it's meant to be fun. It's meant to be exciting. It's meant to be passionate. It, it's, meant to, it's, it's meant to be joyous. Doing the work for God. <laughs> Right? It's not a task. It's not a task. It's not a, oh, I need to clock in, clock out kind of job. You know? It's you being you to your best and fullest potential. The way that God designed you. He didn't design you to be a half measure. He didn't design you to be in the middle, in the, in the meek way. He designed you with a potential and wants you to be successful and reaching your fullest potential. Come on. And I tell you, you'll be unstoppable. It's awesome. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. Are we up to 20 minutes, bro? Oh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I just want to change track just slightly. I hope that was inspiring for you, yeah? Yeah. yeah. We're here to make a difference, okay? We're here to change the world. Just going to shift track slightly. Some things we mentioned before. You know, I did my internship for Aspire Church. It was incredible days of learning, uh, fellowshipping. You know, I just, I had no idea what God had planned for me. I just wanted to work in church and learn the Bible. That was my two things. I remember that phone call I had. What do you want to do, Honiana? I don't really know, but I, I feel like I need to be working in church and I better learn the Bible. Wes goes, oh, that sounds like an internship. <laughs> like, yeah, 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 sounds like an internship. What's that? <laughs> the thing is, like we were saying before, you notice something happening in my life and what was happening was God 
I mean, I was getting to know God. I was getting to know me. <laughs> the real me. The authentic me. I was getting to know my spirit of who I am. I was getting to realise my identity under Jesus. So of course I didn't know. How can you know when you come from out there? And the more I knew, the better I felt, the stronger I felt, the more confident I felt, and the taller I got. I'm six foot, plus another six foot. That's what happened. I grew up after I'd already grown up. Right? Really cool journey. And you see, that's just the way that it operates. You guys, you guys backed me, supported me, you encouraged me. You helped me financially get to that evangelist. That was incredible. Paul, come back. Six foot six, six. <laughs> and it's really cool because I felt in a supported environment. So when we talk about, oh, no, what's God doing right now? And I'm saying, I'm saying to you, look in your environment. What's happening in your, in, in your immediate environment? God's speaking to you through the people who are around you, what's happening in their lives and what they are doing. And that's your mission field right there, right? Well, another way that we can click on to what's God doing right now is who is he raising up? Who is he raising up? They're really important to back those people. I was one of those people. Okay, you guys back me and now, look, we're going and, and, and we're changing, we're changing Greymouth now. Yeah. We're making a difference in a whole other place now. It's, it's so important to really get behind those that are being raised up. Sometimes you see it on them before they see it on themselves. Sometimes you recognise something on somebody. Their faith, their faith. That's what we said about me. Oh, I had a gift of faith. It's something about, you know, you just got a passion for Jesus. I got touched by God. He changed my life. What else can I do but give the whole thing back? Say, bro, you show me where you want me to go and I'll go. Even grey mouth. Even Greymouth. Gosh, since we got here, we've been doing a massive drive around. Oh, look at the beach. Look at this. Oh, look at the city. Oh, I'll go to Greymouth. I'll tell you what, it's three and a half hours drive from Greymouth. I will drive for three and a half years to do a work for God. So I want to acknowledge my friend. I brought someone with me. You have to stand up and wave, Gareth. <laughs> this is Gareth. We want to minister to you guys today. We want to pray for you guys today. And you already know the drill. You have to make an effort. You've got to step forward. You've got to come up the front. You know, you've got to receive prayer. You've got to battle all those things going in your head to finally get up the front. Just do it today, okay? <laughs> Just do it. Okay, I don't know how long. It might, might be all next year before I'm back again. I don't know. So we're going to encourage us. Because last time I was here, we got swamped. I can't remember what it was. The music was going crazy. And I, I was praying for someone. Alistair, you jumped on the microphone. And the next thing, there was a wave of people like, wow. 
We had to pull the seats back. Can we try and be a little bit more orderly today, please? <laughs> what I'm wanting to do, because it's really important, I want you to receive prayer from us today. We want to commission you today. We want to bless you, minister to you, and send you off so that you will bless and minister others. And I want you to receive prayer from both of us today. So I want you to kind of come around in a coming around motion. It's as orderly as we can get. Okay, so that you get, otherwise it's, you start bouncing and then we don't know if we've prayed for everyone. And, and we got three and a half hours drive back. So we like to talk about what we did while we were here. 